0: In part two of an unaired episode recorded in July, the Ricks continue to share the hits and misses in news and trailers from Comic-Con 2019. Well, you know, it's interesting you should mention HBO because my second most interesting trailer for me was the Westworld 3 trailer. Uh, I am really looking forward to Westworld coming back. It's not till next year, I guess, 2020 sometime, and I'm bummed about that. What's interesting Uh, here is I couldn't tell if they had what they call it? Char- Charloris, Dolores, and Charlotte were mixed at the end of season two, at least for a time. Yeah. yeah. And this seems to. Alert, by the way. Yeah, this whole show—spoiler alert—but it seems to be that they've split off in this trailer. It looks like they're separate individuals. But it has Bernard, and apparently he seems to be ready for a fight, and he realizes he's going to need someone with powers. And so, apparently, he's going back into Westworld, but there's another world, it looks like. Maeve, apparently, is in some kind of Nazi world, and... He's going to retrieve her, and also I noticed Aaron Paul has joined the cast from uh, Breaking Bad, so it looks really interesting to me.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. This was definitely on my top five list. It's it's one that you and I have talked about quite a bit. You know, we talked about the South by Southwest execution they had. Yeah. Super excited to see where they take this, and you know, the the great thing is, is they're they're way beyond the original story, right? Yeah. The, the movie that we had in the '70s, you know, pretty much ended when the world was destroyed you know, here we are three seasons into it and and it's completely gone its own direction and it's holding its own. It's very impressive.
0: So what was your number two?
1: Oh, that was it, that uh-huh. was it. So let me go to number three. Okay. So number three for me, and and this was a little bit of a surprise because um, I started watching this show at season one. I, I powered through season one, uh, watched season two, and then I I lost my train of thought and didn't see season three. But season four was just announced, and the, and the show is called Preacher. Have you seen this?
0: I've seen commercials. I have not seen an episode, no.
1: Yeah, really, really enjoy this show, right? You've got this uh, this guy that's kind of, you know, this conflicted individual with the ability to channel the dark, whatever world, demons, dead, and, uh, you know, kind of fighting them back and the whole thing. And it's it's surreal it's dark it's it's interesting it's different than everything else that we have on tv there's no zombies there's no you know whatever superheroes it's really you know that idea of you know man versus well not nature but supernatural and uh, it's just a lot of fun And uh, he's totally an anti-hero, and and I really dig it. So I'm excited that there's a season four, and now I've I've got to go watch season three because I I somehow let that escape me.
0: So I'm sorry, you said no zombies. So... Are there special effects? I mean, are they supernatural beings manifest, or is it kind of a mystery? You don't really see it, and he's kind of like an exorcist.
1: No, they absolutely manifest. You know, he he fights all kinds of things, and and throughout the show,
0: does he have powers?
1: Yeah, he has some powers, but it, it's not like superpowers. It's more supernatural, and so basically, it feels a lot like a yeah. John Constantine parallel you know a a lot of the the same sort of uh storyline is there uh but again it's this this, you know, this other person. He's a preacher and the whole thing. And so it's just a really fun story.
0: That would be a really great show to produce. I don't think that Constantine, the way NBC tried to do it, I mean, it was closer to the comic. It just didn't seem like quite the right approach. And and from what I've seen of Preacher, that looks like a, a better way to
1: do it. I mean, it, it tells you a little bit about the show when Seth Rogen is one of the folks that developed the show, right? Oh, really? So yeah. is
0: there a lot of humor to it or attempts at humor?
1: Absolutely. That's okay. I said, it is dark. It's kind of funny. You know, I'm looking at Wikipedia right now. and What they're saying for the premise is that uh, Jesse is a hardworking, chain-smoking preacher, enduring a crisis of faith, becomes infused with extraordinary power. He embarks on a quest to better understand his new gift and literally finds God alongside his trick-or-happy ex-girlfriend, Tulip, and uh, new vampire friend, Cassidy. And Honestly, it it, it is a little slapstick at times. Uh, but it's super dark, and it's, it's a lot of fun. It's definitely worth a, worth a watch.
0: My third thing is, and I only remember this because I'm in the process of editing and preparing our last episode, which was our Spider-Man review. During that, you had mentioned that comic What If? And I literally said, I wonder why nobody's done a you know animated series for What If? That would be really cool. They are. So Disney announced that. that Disney Plus will have What If as an animated series. Polygon says that. Like the premises featured in the old comics were like, what if Captain America and Bucky had both survived World War II? Or what if Thanos joined the Avengers? What were some of the ones that you
1: remember? So there was like, um, what if Jane Foster had found the the Hammer of Thor? Uh, Or, you know uh what if the world knew that daredevil was blind and you know they they had you know there was a ton of these where it was like what if spider-man joined the fantastic four or if the avengers had never been or if captain america had not vanished during world war War two and so it was it was just this fun like what if we took one piece that was super critical to this and then flipped it around, right? And so, you know, and, and Spider-Man showed up quite a bit, which is why I was into it. But what if someone other than Spider-Man had been bitten by a radioactive spider, right? I mean, and so this this was fun. You know, they had like Flash Thompson being bit or something. Oh, yeah, What if cool. Spider-Man had never become a crime fighter if he had stayed, you know, as a professional wrestler, which did you know that he was a professional wrestler at first?
0: I, I didn't remember until you just said it, but yes, I do remember yeah. for a time he was, like right after Ben was killed or something he was trying to find his way, or maybe it was right before Ben was killed.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's fun because, you know, it, it just takes a, a piece of the history, pulls it out, and flips the whole thing on its head and just has fun with it. And you can't take it too serious.
0: Kevin he announced it, you know, with all these other Marvel movies uh, for the next year or two, or a couple of years. But get this, what really floored me is it's going to star Jeffrey Wright, who plays Bernard on Westworld. He's going to play that character, The Watcher, which I guess was Mm. Kind of observer who kind of metals in terrestrial stuff. Exactly. To get the rest of the cast ready. Paul Rudd as Ant-Man, Michael Douglas as Hank Pine, Chadwick Bosman as Black Panther, Michael B. Jordan as Killmonger, Sebastian Stan as Bucky Barnes, Haley Atwell as Peggy Carter, Karen Gillan as Nebula, Chris Hemsworth as Thor, Tom Hiddleston as Loki, Natalie Portman as Jane Foster, Jeff Goldblum as Grandmaster, Josh Brolin as Thanos, Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk, Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury, and on and on. So they got all of the movie actors
1: into this animated series to provide the voices, which I think is super cool.